I'm Carrie Ann. And I'm Allison. And this is Podcast Without an Audience, where two friends pick two topics and find intersectionality. We are a psychology and history podcast. Each Thursday, we find intersectionality between our topics. Or not. <laughs> you can find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd, or join us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us in discovering what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. Tracking in stereo, bro. Always. What? <laughs> we got a celebrity with us. We got Justin from Nive just changing hands. Are you recording? Are you recording? Yes. Oh, yes. Keep that in there. <laughs> and Cat, who's also famous. <laughs> cool. All right, we're good. Uh, Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the amazing. Kat and Justin of Wilder and a branding and creative studio here in Greensboro. How are you guys? Great. Great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. I'm so happy we're I'm here with Jacob and we don't do this often because usually I do these while he's working. So it's ha- I'm, I'm happy to have Jacob in, in, in the building and it actually is his house. So <laughs> Jacob, we're in Jacob Beeson Studios right now. Um, but yeah, so back to you guys. So obviously you do branding and uh, creative work um, here in Greensboro and I want to do individual or brief individual introductions of both of you, but I want to come back and do actual episodes with you two individually so before we get started tell us about yourself justin a little brief overview of what you do and who you are sure uh i'm a former filthy uh band dude uh, so i know exactly what i smell like uh, after seven days with no shower <laughs> but eventually decided that that wasn't the most lucrative career so uh kind of stumbled back into advertising design went back to school um it had you know i guess excelled really enjoyed it uh, while I was in there, um, finished up, was fortunate enough to work at a handful of really, really great places um, until I ultimately decided that agency life is just not for me. Mm. And uh, and my wife, conveniently enough, uh, also decided to do the same thing I did and switch yes. her trajectory. And now here we are talking about it. I love that. Yes. And you can. Um, yeah, I am a former art teacher and illustrator. Um, who married a filthy band dude and finally got him to come home from tour. (laughs) Yeah. So she also knows what I smell like. Yes. Yeah. Um, And after he went back to school for design, I uh, left and went back and did some extra classes on top of my um, BFA. Um, And then I was freelance for a couple of years before we, uh, well, I worked in some corporate um, offices doing design and then did freelance for a couple of years before we uh, started up our studio together. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so guide us through that, how that, obviously you both have creative backgrounds, so how did Wilder end, what, 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 what led to that happening? Uh, that's a good question. I think we, we, we were both working respectively with our own clients under the same roof, mm-hmm. and eventually we just decided, why, why not just consolidate, you know, it it ups our capabilities because she has tools in her tool belt that I don't have and vice versa. Mm. Um, it allowed, it allowed us to chase bigger projects. Um, and incorporation has like certain tax benefits that we were getting hit pretty hard with taxes when we were both freelancers. Mm. Um, thanks self-employment tax, but, uh, (laughs) don't do that anymore. But, um, I mean, I'd say that's, 
I think that's that's my my answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I think um, part of it was you know necessity. We were both um, doing freelance work, like he said, on the side and wanting to build it a little bit larger. Um, he had been more in agencies um, in his background, where I had been in more corporate offices doing design work, and we both, you know, realized that wasn't satisfying us. And we both did work together on the side already. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you already worked on the side yeah, together. We yeah, we always kind of had side pursuits together, whether it was like, um, you know, small business branding or something for a friend, um, or I was doing illustrations and selling them, but he would help me screen print them. Um, Sick. Yeah, and him, him doing like, you know, band posters and stuff. So we always had some work on the side, and it was just how do we make it a full business mm-hmm. and conveniently the day I went freelance full time was also the day we found out we were pregnant. So it's like, <gasps> Oh, now make this work. No so way. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome. a good fire. Trial by fire. Yeah. 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 And Wilder is your son. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, was so. that, did you know that was going to be the name when? No, okay. So I'll, I'll <laughs> take this one. So no, we did not know that was going to be the name. He was born two years before we, started Wilder Ann. And wow. the reason behind that was because we always told ourselves, even before, you know, we knew we were expecting. We waited a long time. <laughs> yeah, we knew we wanted to eventually do it, but we were just like, eh, maybe next year. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. but during all that, we were we were always like super adamant that we didn't want to be those parents or those people for that matter that lose like a substantial chunk of their identity once they have a child you know like you can tell them because you're driving behind a minivan and it says like parker's mom you know it's like you know your your name probably used to be susan and you had a life before parker um and so that we were always we always try to put not ourselves first but we just didn't want to lose ourselves in having a child so we thought ironically when it was time to name the company what better way to celebrate that ideal than to name it after him and put us in the background? Right. Yes, a little so, legacy. Yeah. So yeah. it's purely ironic. <laughs> purely. That's awesome. Was there any hesitation in pursuing this together? Obviously, you were married. Was there any hesitation there of diving in as one? I think. I mean, I think we kind of knew that we wanted to work together, but doing it full time you have to face all of the one the business side of it exactly. you know and we're both creative minded um so figuring out who's going to do the taxes who's right. going to do the scheduling who's going to do invoicing that was certainly um tough at the beginning and so i think the hesitation came kind of after we started mm. it was like okay we're going to figure this out without killing each other you know? <laughs> yeah you're right yeah right <laughs> right cuz we're bad at business right? <laughs> we used to be you know yeah, yeah. we're learning yeah um, so I think we didn't have the hesitation at first because we knew we wanted to pursue something together. But once we started, it was it was who's going to do what and also like how to not step on each other's toes exactly or mm-hmm. hurt each other's feelings. We had to figure yeah. out how to talk to each other, you know, Cause we know how to talk to each other in real life. But like professionally, yeah. right. It's totally different thing. And, yeah. and, yeah, and we're, and we're still working on that like, to sure. this day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to piggyback off of that, I have a question. Um, I know, you know, like several married couples that own their own business together, but it's very, like, uh, mono-focused, you know, like they're both working towards the same thing. How was it when you both were freelance? Was it competitive or weird? Like, did it ever get strange? Oh, yeah. Or it was just, 
you both had your own clients doing your own thing. That, that's exactly what, okay. or at least to me, that's what it was. Yeah. No, it was never competitive at all. I mean, every once in a while, I'd see something she was working on and be like, I want to work on that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm sure that happened, you know, on the other side of the fence too. But no, like competitive, no, not at all. At no. least not for me. No, totally. I, you know, he was in a little bit more creative work when he was in the agency. So I definitely had like some jealousy or maybe some like imposter syndrome that I didn't mm. have that same background yeah. and that, you know, he had some experience I didn't have. Um, but I think we knew that if we could figure out how to work together, we would just make each other better. Mm -hmm. Like we, we knew we yeah. each had some skills we needed from each other. So yeah, yeah, yeah we knew Figuring out how to collaborate was the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So there was there was like no very little hesitation, yeah. except with from the business sense or side that she talked about just a minute ago. Absolutely, <clears throat> good stuff. And obviously, you wanted to focus. Did you know you wanted to focus on branding when you created this? Because branding is obviously different from just doing illustrations or this and that. It's very tedious work. So, did you know that you wanted to do that with this business uh, primarily? I think so. I think when you're in design school, like that's the most fun because you're doing. A project from you know the ground up um, yeah, yeah. and you're really helping you know a client get a, a full vision instead of just executing a list of things that they need done mm -hmm. um, so I think we always knew branding was like the most exciting work and we you know we take on other work too to make sure we're like we have a diverse keep the lights on yeah yeah exactly. I was about to say yeah keep the lights on <laughs> keep yeah. bills paid yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly um, but yeah I think branding's always been probably the most exciting but you can speak to no i mean that. i totally agree like that's the most personally gratifying because you're i mean you're literally building something from nothing and also the it's gonna sound narcissistic but it's not like i i've always appreciated how identity and brand design is this interesting intersection between art and psychology because mm, you're using art to yeah. convince a, a consumer or a person to feel and interact a certain way about and with a brand um and I just, I dig that mind play sometimes. I mean, it yeah. can be incredibly challenging, too. Absolutely. But when when you do it right, it's so, so gratifying. Yeah, yeah. I almost just dropped the F-bomb. Is that okay? No, you can okay, cuss on here. Okay. <laughs> We're cuss-friendly podcast. <laughs> okay. Buckle Absolutely. Up. Um, and for someone who doesn't really know, because a lot of people want to start businesses but don't know what branding is, you kind of said it a little bit there, but can you kind of maybe in a... I don't say dumb it down a little bit, but Lame what? Terms. Yeah, limited terms. What branding is? Because a lot of people don't know they even need branding when they go get a logo or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you want to split this one in half? I'll take it the first, and then you can fill sure. in the gaps because yeah. I'll just skip over a whole bunch of. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, that. okay, so the logo is typically the cornerstone of a brand, mm -hmm. but the brand is is so much more than that. It's like it's. I mean, obviously, it's it's your color palette, it's your typography, it's your, from a copy standpoint, it's your tone of voice, it's how you want your audience to hear you and how you want to speak to your audience and ultimately how you want to make them feel uh, and do sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of action involved in in brand and, and what it's for. Um, I mean, image treatment, it, it's everything visual. It's not, no, it's not just visual. It's Well, once your brand gets out in the world, your brand is everything that you've created now yes. like with social media you know channels you also want to have a consistent voice on those so that's that's under the umbrella of your brand um i mean it's every way that 
the consumer interacts with your company. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. And that, that changes, you know, like once your, your initial identity package is done, that's just the first step. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an ever evolving thing. This amorphous being, um, and you can, you know, it's like, kind of like a kid, you know, you like, you nurture it and give it everything you possibly <laughs> right. can, and then you send it out into the world and just keep your fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah, giving like, you the tools. Yeah. Try to, you know, use these to be consistent or be a, a nice person, um, but to be consistent with your brand. And I think that's, you know, one of our goals, too, is when we um, onboard clients is to also give them opportunities or reasons to continue to work with us beyond yes. just... You know, after you have the logo and the submarks and the colors, and we've talked to you about what types of photos to use, then we'll, you know, maybe um, have us come in and art direct a photo shoot for you. So you have proprietary photography, or we'll work with our copywriter to help you get, you know, a really strong tone of voice so that it plays through. It's all the threads that, you know, weave together. Yeah. Wow. And as, as much as we can help, we'd, we'd like to, we'd prefer to, because I'm sure from the other side, being a business owner and you go through this process and your, your brand is built up and then you lose communication with the creative team, that could be really intimidating because yes. you don't necessarily mm -hmm. know what to do with it yeah. um, in any given scenario. So it's like, it's a perfect, perfect like way to work for control freaks like ourselves. <laughs> so <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, I've known people who do brain work and just... I could never. It is it's so it's so involved, you know. I just with the fonts and the colors, and you know how you, how you make certain colors and fonts feel, you know, when client or where customers see it and, and all that stuff. So I applaud you on that. It's really amazing. Um, can you tell us about some of your first uh, jobs together and how that was, if you can remember? Them? The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over ten years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. God, I know. It's been like a while since we started. Well, you know, yeah. even before we were doing stuff under Wilder and we were like working together we were selling our artwork so oh nice I was, yeah i was illustrating he was um screen printing my work then he started doing his own so we would go to all the like local art fair you know like can hand market and um like yeah. Rock and yeah. Durham yeah, and those. Yeah, yeah. um so really that was our first work together <laughs> um and then for clients it was like really small, really awful budgets. We didn't yeah. know, you For know, sure. like what we were doing. Um, like a couple of restaurants that never opened, uh -huh. you know. Oh, really? Like, the, like yeah. fun fourth stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff for downtown, like downtown DGI. I was doing um, stuff for like fun fourth, and then it got to like a big project. So he came in and helped me do all the the logos for all the different events at you know the downtown um, fun fourth stuff. And then when they do like downtown in December, we did those logos years ago, um, and mm -hmm. we don't do them anymore. I think they have new ones now, but. A lot of local stuff and a lot of nonprofit, so mm. very small budgets, and we would just say yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes we'll just take all the jobs you could. Yeah, yeah. Perfect testing ground, right. you know. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So really, and that was why it was really good to both have jobs, full time jobs at the time, right? Because we could do 
very low budget, low stakes, you know, yes, for yeah, low expectations. Like, our, our rent was going to be covered either way. You know, we were working at night a lot and on the weekends on that stuff. Um, so it was, yeah, a lot of small stuff. Um, and yeah. a lot of stuff that was like, you know, one off or it, it really never got finished got or came ground. to, yeah, yeah, yeah got yeah. off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we have, we've done so much work that it'll never see the light of day. Oh, sure. for various reasons, yeah. you know, like, I'm sure, yeah, everyone does. Right, right. That's amazing. So when was, was it like one certain project or something that kind of got your guys to like, okay, we can leave these jobs. Like we're getting consistent work. Was there a time when that happened or you just kind of really took a leap? I think for me it was a, well, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just did not like the agency environment. Oh, so you, just, you were like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, I think even with him leaving an agency and me leaving the corporate office that I had been working, it was a large nonprofit, but um, we kept those relationships and those became freelance clients for us. Yes. So even right. though we weren't there working for them anymore, they would still hire us out for work. Um, so really when we started, a lot of the work was, you know, them knowing that we still had the skill set that we had used or they had, you know, um, had us do there. So we were just doing that from home and then we could bring in some of the more fun clients. So like, I don't know, like, I don't well, know if there's one really big one. We well, had, I just yeah. remember it's something I totally forgot that like we've actually started twice because really? there was a time in, I think it was 2016, that we were both working at different jobs. I was in a design studio. You were in, you know, like a, I don't even know what you'd call, I don't want to say their name, but like, not a design studio, but you were in the creative, the internal creative department at a really like large company. Yeah. And I don't know if like, we just both got, fed, we both quit our jobs the exact same day without really <laughs> yeah. talking to each other about Really? It. Are you yeah. serious? And that was in 2016. And then it That's wasn't until... That's when I found out I was pregnant. And then you went back... Oh no! The, maybe this was 2014 then, because we worked probably a year and a half. Just we were both just freelance, and then I maybe. took I took the last oh, job at the at the last agency I worked at because she was pregnant, and I just got scared shitless. I was like, "Please hire me and give me a paycheck. I get some paycheck." Yeah, and then once yeah, you were there for a couple of years. Yeah, and then three years ago we we started Water and yeah, 2018. So I just completely forgot that we had kind of started twice. Well, that's the weird thing when you're freelance is you're already doing half these projects, you know, on the side. Very true, yeah. Right? So and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, let's make our own logo. Yeah. Like, let's brand ourselves yeah. and give it a name. Yeah. Right. Why haven't we're we done doing this, this yet? Right. Yeah. And let's get our tax shit together, like, and have an accountant do this for us, you know? For sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's amazing. But I think in the past couple of years, you know, some of the jobs that, like, really got us feeling like okay we can do this is like when you get a job that like the one job is kind of like gonna pay that's your quarter mm -hmm. you know like one one big job is your like quarterly client that you can really count on that instead yeah. of having to have 10 tiny jobs you mm -hmm. know yeah a couple big ones yeah. just that would that's the best way to go i think yeah and that's kind of our model now is we always have a few small ones and then if we love to have one big one always going on at the same time and then sometimes we get overwhelmed and have several of those bigger oh, ones yeah. going on but I mean that's a good problem to have yeah absolutely and it's yeah. a double-edged sword because like I feel like it keeps you creatively sharper when you're able to bounce from 
one project to another and you right. don't get so burnt or like in this vacuum of working on one thing for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like sometimes you'll just get burnt on this and it's nice to shift gears and work and work on something that's completely different and like trick okay. your brain into thinking in a different way. And that in turn makes it so much easier to come back to that project you originally burnt on because like you're freshened up on it now. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I was asking to ask you guys how you balance it all. Because obviously you only work for, you know, 50 hours of one thing and obviously you'll get really burnt out and then kind of over it. So you, you really do bounce around on different projects. Yeah. yeah we that, do. Yeah. And even within a project, we will bounce that project back and forth between each other mm-hmm. because... A little bit of tennis. Yeah. He is really great, like, out of the gates. He can get a lot done on, like, initial branding. And then he usually hits a point where, like, he doesn't want to take it a lot further or like creatively he's hit a block and he'll hand it to me and that's where I can build it out further and further you Ooh, know for a okay. while like and I'm that. better on the that like second round yeah um yeah. and then seeing where it, you know could like go in different directions um and then we usually come back together so and then I'll hit a wall and have to send it back <laughs> to him or we'll you know kind of like just look at it together for a while but we definitely even within a project have to bounce it back and forth a yeah. lot I mean our work day is pretty representative of like how we work like i'm way more productive earlier in the morning yeah um yeah. and around three that's when my momentum or my <laughs> i start getting rusty you know but that's like when she hits her stride so really okay it works okay. out yeah. really well it um, takes me a long time to mentally warm up in the morning i like go for a walk and pick up when we work from home so it's like i'll pick up the house and like do a bunch of stuff and then at like one in the afternoon one to like if our kid didn't get home earlier. Like one to six would be my like yeah, sure. window. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So wow. it works out. Well. Yeah, I it lose, does work out because he well, can I work lose, on something. I lose steam, and then I can I can always count on you to pump to pop in, and then you know that leaves me an hour or two to just be like incredibly irresponsible before our son gets home and Got to. write some industrial beat down hardcore yeah, bullshit right? for some strange reason. You know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. well, what Jacob would think about this? He likes industrial beat down hardcore. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so how how y'all attract clients like BB and T and Little Women and um, uh, Kaplan and all those guys? How were you able to do that? It's it's all very different. It's it different all depends every on the time. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it's through <laughs> um, an agency that we've worked through, worked with before, or worked for before. Mm-hmm. They'll you know come yeah. when they need extra hands, and they'll like remember, you know, they're really good at that one set of skills. So let's bring them in on this project. Um, other times it's we kind of have a like small group of people we really like to work with so um we have some a friend that does creative strategy on like a like big like thinking level very fifty thousand foot yeah right and she will then pull in us for design someone else for copywriting you know um after she's helped a company come up with a strategy and then they know that they need you know brand design sometimes it's our copywriter calls us when he needs some, you know, work done, um, when he needs design work. It's kind of all over the place. And it is. Initially, a lot of work, funnily enough, was from having art out in the community. So, mm. like, we were selling stuff at um, Design Archives downtown. Yes. Um, yes. Just selling prints and stuff. And we would get emails, and this is years and years ago when we were, like, first kind of starting out and freelance. Um, actually, way back when I was teaching um like the first jobs i got were 
someone had bought art prints or saw those prints and, you know, maybe a nonprofit or something would then contact to be like, can you do some posters in this style? So I think having your work out there mm, in the community absolutely. is really important to get more work in, you know? I have nothing to add for that. You answered that. <laughs> that was perfectly. yeah. That was yeah, that was, that was, that was fuck awesome. Up your answer by just muddying the waters here. <laughs> yes. That's such good advice. I mean, that, that kind of goes into ties into like all forms of creativity too. Like mm. if, the more you put out, the more portfolio or anything that somebody's going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Even on like a grassroots community level like that. For sure. Yeah. 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 So one of the best marketing is just putting yourself out there, just like you said. Yeah. Seen Especially it. when you're not good at marketing. Yeah. Like the exactly. traditional like marketing you know, is so hard. Marketing. It's, it's yeah. a whole different beast. And, like, not knowing what you don't know, like, you know, looking back on some of that work, I probably, you know, I would be embarrassed that, like, that was what someone saw or came to me <laughs> for, but, like, it all, you yeah, know, it all came, like, path. full circle, yeah, to be able to, like, keep doing what we're doing, so. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. So, I'm curious if someone, for someone that comes to you with a, a branding um, request, what are the steps that you to go through with them from a fresh project? Um, how long does it usually take? I guess every every client's probably different, but it, yeah, it is. It totally varies because um, some people are a little bit more compulsive or know what they want. Impulsive, and, yeah. Uh, and some people, yeah, are just a they have questions, and that's totally fine. Like half of probably more than half our job can be client education sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Like onboarding for us, it's it's typically you know just a kind of a quick introduction. You know, we'd like to know a little bit about you. You know your product, your service, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of what motivates you. Um, you know, some personal detail. I mean, not super personal stuff, but you know. You want to know why someone is starting? Well, yeah. Why yes, are you passionate exactly. about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have you know a fairly basic questionnaire that we'll send out. Um, that just getting some of those answers helps us start to plug in gaps. Uh, and then from there, it really is just very conversational. Like, yeah. That's the way we tend to, we prefer to do it. Like the clients are only clients because they haven't become friends of ours yet, you know? So, gotcha. and yeah. I, I, I shudder to use the term client where I should be saying partner, but you know, it, it, it is really conversational. Like we're not, we're intentionally like we operate very differently than like your traditional agency would. Yeah. And you know, and that's on purpose. Yeah. You want it to be a little more casual if we can. It's great to be able to like get a beer with, you know, the people oh. you're exactly. meeting yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. What their like whole vision is for this. And then we usually go home and take a few days to kind of digest that mm -hmm. and come up with some of our thoughts about it. Um, and then we usually like kind of divide and conquer. So we can bring different <laughs> ideas to the table okay. first and then we look at them together um and sort of see which ones start to fit mm -hmm. and then build out from there and we'll usually go to the client with depending on what their need is you know say they're starting from scratch and they need um a logo we will usually try to build out what we call brandscapes so it's more okay. than just your logo we'll present them you know with a few different options to look at for um, a brandscape would include, you know, what kind of what we talked about earlier, yeah. logo, sub marks, um, like, you know, your social media marks or different versions of the logo, um, what photo treatment for you might look like, what, you know, print and uh, digital, I don't know, um, like call outs or type or anything on, you know, both of those would look like um, your typography 
kind of everything. Yeah. We want to like kind of touch on everything in that first round because mm -hmm. just the logo doesn't really inform too much, you know? Exactly. Yeah, true. And it just, there's so many more p moving pieces, you yeah. know, to that puzzle. And like, that's, that's our, it's kind of the way we get out of just doing, like we've obviously, we've, we've done it in the past. But like our probably least favorite question when somebody emails us like emails us is like, will you design me a logo? And we're like, yeah, but we could do way more than that. Exactly. You know? like exactly. That's, at the end of the day, like if we do this, cool, we got paid, and then you just have a logo, a logo. and that's it. No identity. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 But if we give you more, then you know how to use it. You know what you know it should look like in different environments, mm -hmm. um, and you're a little bit more invested because you you get the whole tone, you know, of exactly. the identity. Um, so yeah, usually we present a few. Um, we try to keep the like the back and forth, like revisions and edits, and you know, kind of yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because we are pretty like we're coming with pretty strong. And different points of view, so we want to present them a few different ones that don't really mash together. You know, we want them to kind of be able to choose one direction or two, and then we'll we'll go through whatever process needs to happen next as far as getting it perfect. And then, um, you know, we package up their little logo baby files and send them out into the world. <laughs> some direction. Go be right? free. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. All right. yeah. <laughs> and like we said, we'd love to keep, you know, clients and partners on as much as we can so that when they need work in the future, we can help them. You know, if it's like they weren't ready for um, packaging yet, but they were only ready for their branding. Yeah. They may be, you know, ready for packaging or menus or whatever, you know, a year from now. So we like to be able to keep helping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And going off that, do you have, have you had any projects that really kind of like, kind of like fuck you both up? Like you could not figure out, you know, how to get over the hurdle of an unhappy client or not getting the vision across with you guys' uh, work? Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty? A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we will try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. No, no, no. We've we've been pretty fortunate to not have any any. Well, I'm saying I'm just trying to I'm trying to think like, <laughs> what, say like, it's like when you say unhappy client, do you mean you're like unprofessional douchebag? Oh, no, 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 no. The client, like they, they were they like you just weren't getting what they were having there. Their head, their vision. I mean, that definitely happens sometimes, yeah. but that's part of the challenge. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like wrapping, and sometimes that that just requires you kind of immersing yourself in like the industry or the avenue or the vein of business that they're in. And sometimes it's really fun, and sometimes it's weird, and you're like, never thought I'd learn this today. Right. Yeah. But um, but that's I mean, that's just part of the job. You know, yeah. I mean, we've I've definitely I mean, I've had clients in the past that like I've had to fire and. Or clients that have like ghosted me. It's been a while. Oh um, God, that's annoying. But yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. we've got certain things in place to where like, you know, if you ghost us, then I mean, that's it. You know, right? yeah, it's like yeah. we've we've already been paid for the work that we've done. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, exactly. You know, so 
Yeah, that's important. That's, that's, that's an important lesson to learn is get your, you know, start with your deposits. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Contracts. Make, yeah, yeah, yeah make that. sure that's all, yeah, ahead of time. I think a lot of times, not a lot of times, but normally if a problem like, like that occurs, it's either there's too many people, like too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, mm. designed by committee. Right. Yes. So there's a ton of people that have to make a decision yes. and not just one, the one person who is you know very invested in it but it's a larger you know business that a lot of people have to agree that's hard or on the opposite end of that you may have a client that came to you but then wasn't really ready either financially you know not there yet they Mm -hmm. didn't realize um they're starting the business and didn't realize that you know buying equipment was going to cost a lot more, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So that happens every once in a while, you know? And those are the people you feel for because they're just trying to do the same thing you're doing. Yeah, trying to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and sometimes we'll just try to, like, continue with those people and help out if we can, you know? Empathy definitely plays a big part in it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a good point. I just haven't thought about that as an artist of a file. Because obviously, I never has a budget for you, but it's just like, well, I really want to do this. You know, I want to help them out, you know? Yeah, so yeah. you kind of, you know, make a exception, you know, now and then, you know? Yeah. I find myself doing that a lot, actually. So, yeah, just, and it's a hard, I mean, that's a hard, like, rule to set for yourself, right? Like, how often do you do favors or, yes. you know, mm-hmm. do work? And I think we hit a point where we were finally. And we're not always, you know, busy all the time, but finally busy enough as a studio that, like, when I could finally tell my friends and family, like, no, 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 you're not going to pay for that. I will do that for you. <laughs> yes. you know? like, yeah. That was a good feeling. When yeah. I didn't have to, like, charge my aunt, <laughs> I you know, money. I need, I need $20 money. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Make sure the check's in the mail, Carol. Right? You need to. Yeah. I need it now. Invoice sent. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, being able to, like, help out the people you want to help out and know it's not going to, like, burden you because you shouldn't be doing it if it's going to be a financial burden yes. on your business when yeah. you're starting out, you know, but getting to the place where you can kind of make those choices is nice. Yeah, for sure. And being nice and setting a precedent, there's a very fine line between those sometimes. Oh my gosh. So we all have to watch that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. We all here know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, have you, yes, you guys have any, um, um, work that you really stoked about any clients that you really like working for? You know, we found ourselves in the last year, funnily enough, doing, um, work for so like you mentioned Kaplan that's an early education company yes and we're um sort of in the middle of a project kind of the same size on a similar company mm-hmm. didn't know we'd be like doing stuff for a lot of like early young educa- children yeah, stuff. Like yeah. Wow. yeah which is funny I mean we we have a young kid but like that's not really like where you know we we wouldn't have picked you know those for clients we would have been like breweries and you yeah. know like yeah. But, yeah. Both, but restaurants. Both, both those clients, like Kaplan, they were amazing clients, yeah. and then the one we're working on right now, like they're equally amazing. So, yeah. so that's not yeah, like all you know, best case scenario, be like yeah, we're gonna do all these hit breweries and right? restaurants, but. You know, obviously the last year has affected that big time. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah breweries actually, yes. restaurants opening up. Yes. Yeah. Actually, good piggyback. Is, how was last year for you guys? Surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. I think it was, um, I would say as far as like new businesses starting, a lot less of that. Mm. 
but a lot of the clients we already had or new clients came to us because they needed to pivot. They needed yeah. to oh, yeah. go fully digital. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. if they had been somebody that did, you know, in-person services, they needed to go digital. Um, they needed to figure out a new way to market things, you know. Um, so a lot of our work last year was that. And that was fun to kind of help people think through, yeah. you know, what that looks like because it was the same for us. We were just yeah. waiting for, like the bottom to drop out and yes. be like, oh, there's no more work. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The blade's been hanging up there for pretty long. Right. It's yes. going to fall soon. Oh, yeah. my God. But, but everyone was just trying to figure yeah. out what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, a lot of freelancers were straight up freaking out. Yeah. Oh, friends yeah. of ours were just straight up just like, I have no clue what's going to happen. And a lot of them stayed afloat, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think last year wasn't crazy, <clears throat> but we have certainly had years where... Or month to month, you know. Where oh, it's like, yeah. oh, we were so busy in the summer, and now oh. it's the dead of winter, and oh, we're just sure. sitting around, you yeah. know. I didn't have any gray hairs when we started Wilder Hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Like, so we can't, you can't really make a schedule, you know, when you are oh, in this yeah. field, because you never really know if you're going to have super busy months and then slower months. So we try to, like, this might be off topic, but, like, embrace the, like, slow times and not go crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And just prepare for it and anticipate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And that was, yeah. A, that was a big goal when we started, you know, Wilder and was we don't want to, unless we absolutely have to, we don't want to stick to a traditional 40-hour American work week. Um, you know, like maybe 25, 30 hours a week is our sweet spot. But what we quickly found out is maybe that means that we work 60 hours a week for six weeks oh, and then we just, we yeah. take three weeks off. Right. You know what I mean? Hell We're trying yeah. to balance yeah. that out. And yeah, those, that three weeks off can get a little stressful right at the end of it. But, um, up to this point, you know, we've been fortunate enough to where, you know, other stuff starts rolling in at the time. So it's not. You know, it's not about that 25 to 30 hour work week. I guess it's about just general quality of life and being able to spend time together as a family. And if that's, you know, two o'clock on a Tuesday, then so be it. Whatever. Yeah, we'll pull our kid out of school early if we have (laughs) a lot extra time or go down to the, you know, the coast for a long weekend. If we, you know, Mm -hmm. don't need to be in client meetings on Monday. And that was a big goal in starting this business for ourselves was showing our kid that you can, you know, have a job in a field that you love, you can make a living doing it, and you don't have to be beholden to your desk or your office or Cubicle. somebody else's schedule that is just kind of made up, you know? Uh, um, I'm on my lunch hour. Right? 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 Yeah. You know that you're on like an extended <laughs> lunch hour. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Notice the other two shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll, we've totally been there, you yeah. know? Oh, for like, sure. We've done that grind, and it's not fun, and we both personally know we are nicer people when we're not in that we're better to each other and i think bringing a kid into the mix it was like well we better be the best fucking people we can you, gotta and, be. Yeah. you know and this is how it works for us so but we definitely have months where we are like working after he goes to bed working 12 hours during the day you know um just so we can get through a, a like busy time and then have like the few weeks off or that are a lot easier for a while so yeah, yeah. Why do you explain it like that? Because I know everyone's just like, oh, freelance is probably all glitter and gold all the time. And I'm be like, nah, it's long, long, long days. It's feast or famine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's hella expensive, Uncertain times. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very expensive as well. It's yeah. like we didn't have to, when we both had jobs, we weren't paying 
a payroll accountant or a tax accountant or yep. buying our own health insurance from the marketplace, you mm-hmm. know? So I learned that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm slowly trying to transition out and it's got an LLC and everything as well. So yeah. 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 Well, congrats. I'm, That's a yeah, big step. Thank you. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, get an accountant. A yes. Small business oh, absolutely. Yes. That really changed yeah. the game for us because we are, like I said earlier, not super business minded, and the burden of trying trying to do all that like tax and paperwork, uh, like could shut us down creatively sometimes. You know, oh, yeah. it, it just becomes too much, and we always thought like hiring someone or paying someone to do that mm. like we couldn't afford that yeah and you know that was like for a larger agency but as soon as that was off our plate you're able to just do more just you do know yeah. yeah it's totally worth it yeah it's nice and they can go back and fix the two to three prior years of turbo tax that i completely fucked up oh, you know? shit. <laughs> they're like this is the like, rerun it just rerun it but i think that's a really interesting point because a lot of people don't understand the like mental bandwidth all of that shit takes mm. yeah i mean ultimately and, yes. and, and you think like oh yeah i'm just gonna do my own taxes and whatever because it's cheaper and obviously it is unless you fuck it up on turbo uh-huh. yeah. like i've been there don't worry yeah <laughs> and if, and if yeah. that like that burns you out from what you wanted to do in the first place then that's like how's that beneficial yeah, at all yeah. you know away from that main priority <laughs> and that main focus for sure yeah energy yeah yeah or any energy and it's Absolutely. scary to pay for things that you you could do yourself, but once you like give yourself that freedom, you have more time to make money doing the things yeah. you should be doing, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to think about that, Ashley. Yeah. On the next yeah. episode of Hire an Accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you his name later. Yeah. Yes. So what's the future like for you guys? Are you going to get like another studio? You work out of your house right now, right? We do. Okay. We do. We, we, we always... Where we ha- Well, yeah, ever since we've been incorporated and doing this together we have been working from home and that's that was super beneficial um well it has been beneficial but it was really beneficial last year because i mean we we have the the luxury of just having an extremely low overhead that's very true that's a big like i was talking it was two maybe a month or two ago and i was talking to my first creative director the first design agency that i worked at that just recently closed like covid killed them oh no and um and i was just telling him how like there is this weird feeling of like illegitimacy when you're working from your home Mm. because you're you know it's like you you build it up in your head and you're like oh i need this really dope like super modern building with this awesome office like tons of fucking glass and it's open concept um and that's cool you can do that but that's gonna be hella expensive and this cat i mean he's probably in his 50s now and he was like no that's bullshit don't ever like what did the last year teach us all it's like if you can keep overhead low like that keeps the yeah, lights on yeah um and you're only i mean it doesn't fucking matter your you know how cool your office is yeah. you know or your space as long as you're creative and and efficient and productive in your space who gives a shit that's it you yeah. know okay, okay. <laughs> it's made us look at you know how our um, we've been looking at houses to to buy. We sold a house last year, and we've been looking to buy a new one. So I'm so sorry. I know. Right? <laughs> oh my We're god! Under contract. Under contract. Really yeah. Oh. yeah, I don't want to like jinx Thanks. it, but yeah. Yeah, right. But that was super important in looking for a place. Was making sure it had a really good studio space mm-hmm. and also had a music room. Yes. You know, and then room for our kid to play. I need my space too. <laughs> right. So for the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it beat down. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, I think that was all just kind of part of like our same philosophy with the business of like we wanted to fit our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We need to find the space that 
you know, also fits that. So, um, yeah, I think definitely feel like some fraudy feelings sometimes not having a, a, like office or a place for, you know, clients to come meet you with like a swanky conference table. Yeah. But it clearly, right. right, Doesn't doesn't matter that much. Um, and like to us, our time is a lot more important. Having time to, you know, spend outside of work is really important. So not paying for that space, you know, absolutely less stress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even then going back to something you said earlier about your, your partners and like wanting to get a beer with them and become friends with them versus a stuffy boardroom. Exactly. True. Yeah. Getting at home and meeting them at a brewery is going to. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really oh, fit yeah. Yeah. It aligns yeah, yeah, with yeah. their culture. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Come with drinks in them, you know what I'm saying? Oh, sign, some sure. con- <laughs> sign some contracts. <laughs> we intentionally do not bring paperwork to these meetings when there's alcohol involved. <laughs> Oh, I kid, I kid, I kid. Well, that's amazing, guys. Wow. Can you give some words of advice for some up-and-coming artists? Because uh, you guys have uh, done a lot. Hire an accountant. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I seriously don't know. Really if you're going that route, absolutely. Um, oh, man, you're the, you're, the, you're the teacher. You're the educator. Yeah, Kat? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we kind of touched on this, you know, with, with Justin being a musician. And, um, you know, I paint on the side. I think it's really important, even if you are in a job that is in the field you want to be in or you own your own business, it's really important to also have separate artistic, mm. you know, um, things that you're doing like on the side. Yeah, yeah. Other outlets, because when your art becomes your business and your livelihood, it's <coughs> a, a lot of pressure to put on your creativity to show up every day and pay the bills for you, mm-hmm. you know, and I think... When we have other things that we're doing on the side, uh, we can look at this as, as more of our business and our livelihood and our feelings aren't as hurt. If a client doesn't love something, you kind of move on, you know, because we still have the expression, you know, that we it's get up. Ever. <laughs> never. Never. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's just really important to not put all of the pressure on your one artistic thing to, yeah. to pay for your life and to also like fulfill you yes you know absolutely so having different pursuits good stuff yeah that's true and i could say some like really irresponsible shit but that's not what you'd say to an aspiring artist it's like (laughs) stuff i tell myself like on a at least a weekly basis is like if i'm super stressed about a project or a job or just like the 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 smallest piece of minutia from a job, like I always just have to do that thing where I'm like, you know what? When I'm on my deathbed, I'm not gonna fucking care. <laughs> you <finished laughs> that one yeah, that, project that you didn't. If you get those re- yeah. revisions over before yeah. four yeah. o'clock, I mean, not to not to say that we don't stick to our schedules because we do, but sometimes it's, it's hilarious. You need something to like get you through that stress and remind you that it's just and someone else's expectations aren't always your expectations or they're not correct like you know yeah, just because someone so has set up something to be urgent doesn't mean it necessarily you know has to be urgent for true everybody. right so right right yeah good stuff this is great fun cool. stuff good yeah. yes yes absolutely Podcast so party. are you guys taking on new clients right now uh yeah, yeah always yeah, yeah. yeah. Always are. And it's really fun, you know, to, like, diversify the client pool. So we really like when it's, like, something we've never done. We are definitely like, hey, yeah, let's figure that out. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know. And like a challenge. Even if we're busy at the moment, a lot of people just want to have that conversation, right? Just to start talking like about consult. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, let's circle back in a month or two when, you know, we are ready to kind of start something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. 
Absolutely. We'll drop some uh, content information, IGs or websites and all that. What? Website and IGs. Yeah. yeah. So. I was, was going to say, you can find us on the web at uh, uh, www. You're going to want to pop a goog on it. No, it's com. W-I-L-D-E-R-A-N-D.com. And then, yes, we are on Instagram. It's Wilder and LLC. Correct. And I think we have a Facebook, but we don't use it. Okay. Okay. No, I won't link that. And we've never been much in the for, for tweeting, so. No Twitter? No Twitter. Uh, we're old. No Twitter. Yeah, no right. TikTok? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. TikTok. Definitely a TikTok, yeah. I just checked my Friendster account, and I have not got a friend request oh in quite some time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Throw it back. Yeah. You can catch us on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> What's that name? <laughs> Wilder Ant. <laughs> so you don't update your Zango. Do what? No, Dude, no, no, no. Yes. Do not. Gosh, we're old <laughs> now. Damn. Damn. Well, I'll give you our Venmo if you'd like that. Just shoot Yeah, us put that Venmo out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fifty dollar console. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, one beer. That's all you gotta buy. Yeah, one, one, beer. one beer. We're happy. We'll talk to you. Good, good shit, guys. This is great. Um, yes, but I'll link all that below. Thank you for listening and take that advice. Get you an accountant. You know what I'm saying? Get a beer with these guys and let them lead you in the right direction. Good deal. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Out of here. Wait, hold on, hold on. Thank you for the cookies. Delicious. <laughs> like they brought. Hey, look. If y'all listen to this. You gotta bring us food. Like I, I, I don't get this. We we do this great service for you artists, <laughs> and we've gotten food from a couple people. Shout out to those people. Shout out to those people. I mean, the fucking podcast is named after food. I, I mean, know. come on, guys. <laughs> Dang right. Take a hint. But nah, guys. Thank you so much for coming. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks so much for having yeah, us. Yeah. Later. The free pizza podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes. SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smokes, niggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.